0: This is not a military takeover.
1: Stand by for action. Greenville, Greenville. I am I a battle station. Anything can happen in the next tower.
2: yourself down, strap yourself in, and you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't.
3: owner it's Good Friday but to be fair every Friday is good because uh, once again I am able to pass on some great music to your or recall uh, like this from the uh, formerly based and beat combo called The Damned this is Born to Kill <laughs>
1: Nothing, baby, I can't Oh With that crime I'm gonna lick your body a It's no kind of big deal No kind of just steal I don't feel like no heal When I'm born I Said I'm born Yeah, I'm born and I'm born to kill Said so I'm born yeah, I'm born, no, I'm born Well, I'm born to kill Until I enjoy my bed and Don't try my toes and don't skip in my bed Shellbone, shots are real, five, five, five. Well, take a chance, honey, you can be mine. It's no kind of big deal, I'm no kind of steel. I don't feel like no heel. You said I'm born. Yeah, I'm born, yeah I'm born, yeah I'm born. Well, I'm born to kill. She said I'm born. Born, yeah, I'm bone well, I'm
3: If Captain Sensible had had his way, that would have been the UK's first punk single. So, as Rat mentioned, whilst being interviewed by Jesse Madlin a couple of months ago, it has now been officially announced that the July reunion dates have been moved to February 2022 and are as follows. Friday the 11th, Glasgow. Saturday the 12th, Manchester. Wednesday the 16th, Birmingham. Friday and Saturday 18th and 19th, Hammersmith, London. Hopefully... As uh, unofficially mentioned, the Wild Hearts will still be the support. Apparently, the 7th of April is when we will find out for definite. Be still, my beating heart. Coming up later uh, on in the show will be Duncan Reid, lead appellation from Duncan Reid and the Big Heads in conversation, where I discover Finland doesn't exist and have my offer of lyrics to one of their new songs, turned down. But before all that, this is the Doctors of Madness and the Martin mix. he of the Human League, the BEF and Heaven 17 of Walk of Shame. week for the doctors of madness as not only did the just heard remix version of walk of shame hit the virtual record shops but richard's strange autobiography strange punks and drunks and flicks and kicks has just been released on itunes as an audio book for the first time as someone who owns a physical copy i highly recommend it and it's read by richard himself i've already played you uh, something from the Street Walking Cheetah's new album, One More Drink, in the shape and form of We Are The Ones, open brackets, we've been waiting for, close brackets, on episode 792. But having the album pretty much on repeat over the last few days, it quite possibly is a contender for one of Arm's albums of the years, if I was to do such a thing, but I don't. It careers from musical genre to musical genre. The opening salvo of Ain't It Fun is probably the best song Cheap Trick Never Wrote, but straight after it is Fast, fucked and furious that Lee Love from the Hit Priest is probably thinking, hang on, didn't I write that? With Michael Monroe thinking the same with Bad Vacation, wondering why Rich Jones or Steve Conte offered it to Frank Muir instead of him. But the thing is, the album really flows well. However, the song I have selected for your consideration is Rumbling Train. <laughs> before we get into my conversation with Duncan Reid I'm going to play you the new single from the C30s that came out last Friday this is the rather very good How Do You Don't parts one to three Play. Welcome Duncan to the Paranoid School Rock Show. Before we start, I'd just like to point out to my one listener, hello Ian, that it's in actual fact Duncan who is hosting proceedings uh, and will be sending me the audio files to tinker with after the interview has concluded because I am such a Luddite. So thank you for that, Duncan. Have you been at your um, COVID vaccine yet? Yeah, I've had the first
4: one. I had it in February. So... um yeah, I had a night of the shivers, uh, but it was all right. I was glad to have it and looking forward to having the second one. It's made me feel
3: braver. Which one was it? Oh, um, I, I had the Pfizer one with no. Oh, well, I had the one, the Oxford. I had the posh one. The Oxford. Oh, the Oxford <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah. My, my missus had that one, but so she was felt rotten for 48 hours. But our Wi-Fi signal a lot stronger now. But when, when we last spoke in May. Uh, which is to promote your uh, just release Don't Blame Yourself LP again via social distancing zoom which aired on episode 745 which you can still hear with now we'd be normally asking you uh how subsequent tours and gigs have uh, gone in interim obviously yeah there hasn't been any tours or gigs so I'm hoping that you have uh, been up to some sort of musical shenanigans over the course of the last 10 months otherwise this is going to be a very short interview yeah there's been one or
4: two things i mean it 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 was it was funny because um i've told a few people i, I after i'd done a sort of round of uh, interviews to plug the album i just um, buggered off to france put the whole family me the wife daughter daughter's boyfriend and a dog in the car and we drove to france and stayed there from about july to october and it was brilliant really really good summer and uh, every now and then I thought, oh, I'd better write a song. And then immediately thought, no, I can't be buggered. Except when we got back in October, I started writing and uh, it's going great. Got a really good bunch of songs, about ele- 11 songs. They really are brilliant. I'm pretty sure that the next album will be the best ever when we get round to doing it. In fact, the long- last song that I'm working oh, I'm on, sure it will be. I'm, I'm co-writing with um, Rich Ragney. And um, he's probably... Oh, right, good old, yes. Yeah, from the role models. And he's probably getting a bit fed up with me because um, I've sort of finished writing it, but I haven't done the demo yet because I discovered a 15-track recording of a gig we'd played in Stockholm about two years ago that the sound guy had taken off the board at the time and sent to me. And at the time, I sent it over to Tony Barber in New York, who produced the first couple of albums and um said oh tony can you have a look at this and see can you work your manage uh, your ma- magic and you know see if we can come up with uh, something from it and in typical tony fashion he emailed me back and said you can't polish a turd <laughs> but he's a, he's a <laughs> bit of perfectionist and uh, you know he's, what he's basically saying in his in his perfectionist style is that it's it's not perfect but um, I bunged it up on uh, my home studio and listened to it. And it sounds brilliant. Um, you know, he, yeah, Tony's right. It's not perfect. There's loads of mistakes in it, and it's rough as hell. But um, I've been mixing that, and I'm just about there. And if uh, if the rest of the band will let me, I'm going to um, I'm going to bung it out on Bandcamp. You know, people can you know pay a pittance and download it. I don't think it's really worth, you know, doing the, doing the whole shebang and making up vinyls and what have you, as, uh, as much as it, as it offends some people not to. But, you know, as a kind of official rough and ready bootleg, I think it does a really good job at, at capturing us live.
3: It's a live gig. It, yeah. It's, you know, it's a studio. It's not sort of like, you know, and it, it's exactly how I remembered your, your gigs to be. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, that's what it's you want. You want a, 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 a representation.
4: Exactly. And it's great. And I think, I think it'll cheer, cheer a lot of people up. Yeah. I, I, I put it out there just to see what people's reaction was. And um, loads and loads of people said, oh, no, no, give us the rest of it. And it's quite, it's quite funny listening to bits of it because I can hear that the playing goes astray but I also know that it's it's gone astray because Sophie and Nick are probably mucking around doing something completely daft that nobody can see <laughs> that they quite can't quite play in time but um, you know it, it does it sounds really good so I've sent it out I've done the first mix and I've sent it out to everybody today, and I'll see whether uh, I get any um, adverse reaction back. You never know. They might forbid me.
3: You also uh, posted on Facebook uh, a live clip of you covering Masters of the Obvious, I Hate My Fucking Job, from their Kill uh, Moto album. It looked like a European festival. Have you played it over here? Because I know the song, but I just can't remember if you played that live in the UK, or was that just... I... A one-off because it sounded great
4: oh it's such a great great song isn't it, it uh i mean he is a brilliant songwriter and and uh <laughs> i mean that I, I think the only the, just about the only lyrics in the song are i hate my fucking job but what great lyrics you know and um <laughs> yeah. we played it we played it a few about a handful of times i don't know whether we've ever played it in the uk i don't think we have actually we'll have to do that we'll have to do that next time and in fact i'd love to record it because um, it is such a great song Well, I've got, we've got um, a single coming out. Um, uh, company in Finland is doing a vinyl uh, single hmm. of um, F- your future
3: ex-wife. Yeah,
4: and it's got um, two songs on the B side that haven't ever been released. Uh, one of them is an outtake from "Don't Don't Blame Yourself," and the other is just a demo version of a song that never made it onto "Bombs Away." They're both really good um and uh-huh. hopefully you know touch wood if every everything carries on going according to plan with the vaccines it would be good to, uh, hopefully we'll make a video to go with the single which is probably going to be around july probably out around july maybe we'll get, right. get a video okay. together in time and maybe we won't if we don't then we just do it a bit later <laughs>
5: Step right in I'll take a coat as I give you my best breath We have it all for the new high-fly Whiskey bucket to fulfill your heart's design Build carbon mine, hey Welcome to our land Come and meet your future ex-wife Trouble and strife Come on and take my advice Add a little risk to your life Here she is your future ex-wife Your future sugar and spice I use and everything nice Trouble would worth a high price Hello gorgeous, buy a girl a drink Something bubbly, soft but tall and slightly pink Something sweet that clashes with my hand Something I can use to toast our shoulder band Look into my eyes Enter paradise Let me be your future ex-wife Your future trouble and strife I'll help you reach the next life, Poor but a little streetwise Here I am your future ex-wife Your future trouble and strife A crisis for your midlife Be the tank, give up the fight Fight. Your future trouble and strife. I'll help you reach the next life. Poor about a little streetwise. Here she is, your future ex-wife. Your future trouble and strife. A present for your middle life. Relax and give up the fight. Let me be your future ex.
3: Have you got any um, tentative plans for the uh, any live gigs? Because I mean, well, the, yeah, no, the no, album than... launch is—you know—that that that's sort of like the album anniversary gets coming up to now. More than that, but, uh... more than that. I have actually booked the Lexington for
4: the last Saturday before uh, Christmas. So I thought, is God right. hopefully to, to, to hope, pray to God that we're back going out by then. So it would probably be the most delayed album launch party ever. It'll be about 18 months after the album was out.
3: Um, I'm also keeping things. I'm, I'm busy checking my diary to make sure that there's nothing. The last Friday, before last Saturday before Christmas, the 18th. I think it's the 18th.
4: It's just, yeah, I'm pretty sure 18th, it's the last right. Saturday before Christmas, and um, the Ramonas have agreed to do it with us. So it'll be a great it'll be a great night if uh, you know if it goes ahead. And I was very very pleased to hear that the um, Lexington expects to be open because I know people were doing uh, various fundraising for them to 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 keep them going. It's going to be you know fingers crossed. There's going to be loads of venues
3: left after all this finishes because they've had a hard time. Um, well, it's very worrying. I mean, the Black Heart uh, has just managed to reach its target because uh, it did the, the the crowdfunding, and it's yeah, it, 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 just unbelievable that a lot of these uh, small venues that um, feel very much like home to us yeah. uh, look like they could, you know, fallen through the cracks, got no funding, nothing.
0: I mean, easily, the crowbar.
4: Well. Went, I'm glad they made their funding. I mean, I, th- I think we did our bit because I never asked for the deposit back after the cancelled um, album launch show that was meant to be there. Um, so, mm. so it's good to know that they've made it. Fingers crossed, the first gig that we're due to play that hasn't been cancelled and they're trying to go away, uh, go on with it is um, Cubics Festival in uh, just outside Sunderland in July. So that'll be a big one to come back with. Um, and there's a few, few others that are sort of penciled in. I sort of about three months ago, probably longer than that, actually, just gave up rearranging things because all I seemed to be doing was rearranging gigs and putting them back a few months just to find them cancelled again. So I've just given up and um, we just see yeah. when it starts, you know, sort of, get mentally into gear and start organising more gigs. I just got a message today asking if we could do um, a wedding in
3: November in Scotland. So that'd be nice if we can do that. Going, going back to the, uh, the to the songwriting, um, last time we spoke, you said that, that you and Nick, because Nick was on... Uh, you talked about there was a piece of music that you've been both been working on, you've both been eyeing it up for potentially either a big head song, or Nick was gonna like whisk it away for his uh, middle night Men project. What what happened to that? It's Is written that, Did songs you win written. that battle or no? Yeah. The song's written and uh,
4: we've done a demo which I've sung and um you know Nick's welcome to cover it. Cover it, he's, he's, writ, he's written most of it, so uh, that's a bit cheeky of me. But um, uh, I, I wrote the the lyrics, which uh, uh, as you'd expect, pure genius, and um, the verse <laughs> is mine, and and the rest of it, the sort of the bridge and the chorus, is is Nick's, and it's great, really, really good.
3: It's called uh, singing of the genius. Oh, right, okay. The, I can already hear the harmonies in that, so that no, should got, be good. Yeah, loads,
4: of good, loads <laughs> of good harmonies on it.
3: In fact, it's uh,
4: Nick's done all the harmonies, and it's quite interesting because he's got a very different way of choosing harmonies to me, so it's very, it's very interesting to hear.
3: At this point, I'm going to break in and play a Jealousy from Don't Blame Yourself.
5: Everything's just fine. Everything is out of sight. And then the green eyed monster comes along sporting for a fight Looking for the slightest light Looking for a right to be made wrong Jealousy Securing everything they need. The green-eyed monster's dead now, anyway. You uh, uh,
3: you, you put on Facebook that um, you'd written some music, but um, you hadn't managed to uh, get the lyrics down. Did anyone come up with anything? Because it's sort of like they looked look like there was a bit something kicked off, like it was a, an there argument were, or something. There were loads and loads of great
4: ideas. And what I do is I've got, um, it's actually on this, this here iPad here. With uh, it's, it's a bit like when um, the way I write songs is that a tune might come into my head and I'll, I'll just sing it in my phone and then I'll come back to it. And I can never remember. I know it's me because it's my voice, but I can never remember the clips. And I go, cool, that's yeah. really good. And then I'll write a song about it. And it's similar with lyrics. Quite often um, I'll get an idea and just jot it down and then come back to it. And I got loads of really, really great ideas from that um, that post, but I didn't use any of them to finish off that particular song. And it is the song that I'm um, uh, writing with Rich Ragney. He actually put a, a message, oh, oh really? can I can I have a go? And I said, yeah, yeah, and I sent him, <laughs> sent him what I got. And um, I- instead of sending back any lyrics, he just sent me back a middle eight. So, but actually it's, it's a really good middle eight and I, and I've used it. So, so that's quite fun. But, um, a few, a few weeks later on this real see you next Tuesday cropped up on, um, on Facebook in answer to, um, that post actually giving loads of stupid ideas that I won't go go into. He's one of the biggest assholes in the world. And, uh, that's what I wrote the song about. Assholes on facebook it's all about fools and their opinions and how you can never change the opinion of a fool and uh, this guy was uh one Fair of the enough. world's great fools
3: because I've, I've got i've had some lyrics that i've been trying to get into a song for years do, do, do you want to hear them do i want to hear them i'll give them to you and <laughs> I'll, I'll give them to you now right okay it's, right here we go I gave you diamonds. You gave me disease. It doesn't matter that you brought me to my knees. Oh, my God, I can't believe it's true, all those people looking up to you. You can use that. I'll email them to you later, just so long as I get a little bit of a credit. I won't mind. (laughs) I might change the second line. (laughs) (laughs) I might change the first and the second line. (laughs) No, the first line was okay. I gave you diamonds.
4: That's a good start. And then it went right downhill. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah oh well there you go that's why it's never made it into a song something else you mentioned is that you were planning on doing a combined video of yours and simon loves motherfucker forward stroke motherfuckers song uh did you manage to get anywhere with that no it didn't we didn't we didn't manage to do it
4: um i, I think at the time we were going to do it uh, uh, simon unfortunately had um uh, a, a personal tragedy in his family so we sort of put it to, uh, uh, to one side temporarily, and of course in this word temporarily means that uh, we were eventually blocked from doing it, but I'm sure, I, I'm sure we will get together at some point when, we, when we're allowed to get out and we'll, we'll, we'll do something. Duncan Reed from Duncan Reed and the Big Heads, and you're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. You'd be nuts to listen to anything else. There's people
0: around who screw you in the ground and whoa. whoa.
5: They cheat and they lie, but it's okay because God is on their side.
0: display
3: It'd be great, just for, for a comedy factor, is 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 when you play it live, that he comes on and sings his chorus. Yeah, no. Well, originally, just, to, at, just at, to like <laughs> looking surprised at the, at
4: the um, at the album launch party that was meant to be and 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 uh, and wasn't. He he was going to do um, a support slot, so I was definitely going to organise maybe me me and Sophie or whatever or uh, and Karen coming on and uh, playing along with his motherfucker and then doing our motherfucker fucker at the same time it would have been great I got contacted by a a friend of mine in in in, in Argentina who um has promoted promoted us when we've, we've played over there and there was a guy who the first time I did a solo tour of um, South America a guy who played um Guitar with me, unfortunately, died about a year ago. And he put together sort of tribute video. And a couple of things came out of it. It's the first time I've ever sung a song in a foreign language, which was uh which was interesting because I sing the song in in, um Spanish, but there was uh various people on like TV Smith and Von Ritchie and what have you, and and lots of people are quite well known in South America. But there was one guy, a, a young Russian guy called Alex Musatov, who was playing the the violin, and he bowled me over with his playing on the video. So I sent him one of my um, demos and said, "Would you bung some violin on that for me?" And what came back was astounding. And in fact, I did. I think I sent you a copy, didn't I, um,
3: of uh, uh, the demo? It was a snippet. Just, just, just. Tr- just try to be kind. Is uh, it that one? That is another one. It
4: was no called, going, so, going so well. it's going so well. It's called yeah, and uh, it was Alex and the cellist, that's mate. Right, is and um, I mean that's just the demo that I sent you, and it's it's sounding great. Um, and what I'll be able to do when I um, record it properly is just lift the the strings off the demo and plonk plunk them on the uh, the real thing through the uh, the wonders of model di- modern digital recording. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to um, uh, to hearing it and hopefully may- maybe do something similar again because um, I've had various people say that it sounds a bit like Cause I Love You by Slade. Other people say it sounds a bit like um, the Electric Light Orchestra or something but it's definitely a slight departure Mm -hmm. that's um, a lot of fun.
3: Assume that you've got the rough workings of most of the next album down. Is there any of them that you can share with us? Let's have a look.
4: I'm just looking at the uh, The... Funageddon time. Let's see if you can hear this. Now is that a good riff or what?
3: Yeah, I'm trying to think what that sounds like. Uh it sounds like a like a great 70s 80s a great 70s song. It's got yeah. song, you
4: know the the, the drum beat that used in bombs away with that riff and it's got uh, it's a song about a bloke who um ends up in this party that is like the, the, the most outrageous party of all time. Anyway, to cut a long story sl- uh, short, he ends up uh, in an alley naked. So it's <laughs> <laughs> So uh, there's that one. There's, uh, so
3: not, not such a great party in the end. No, but he
4: had a good time getting there, although he doesn't know how he got there. Um, there's <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's another one which is, which is uh, great. It's called uh, It's got a working title of Bill Gates, and it's, ri- <laughs> it's, it's written about this... Um, yeah, I've got all these myths that are going around about the vaccines... Uh, and the idea that uh, Bill Gates is just using them all to, to, to give us all a microchip. I mean, can you imagine? There are, there are people, millions of people in the world who actually believe that. Uh, and so I looked up all of the really popular myths. Uh, and of course, there's a little bit of Trump in there as well. Uh, and there's the usual one about Elvis is alive and he's working as a gardener in Graceland, which, again, people believe. But my favourite, my absolute favourite out of all the myths that I looked up, that again, millions and millions of people believe this. And what they believe is that Finland is a myth. It doesn't exist. And it was made up by the Japanese and the Russians to steal all the fish out of the Baltic Sea. People believe it.
3: <laughs> right.
4: It's uh, I think social, me- social media has got a lot to uh, feel guilty about, I tell you. Then there is uh, Real Good Time again. Uh, they're not all about sort of pandemic and, and lockdown, but um, Real Good Time. It's about, it was inspired by this. I was watching uh, a documentary about Lemmy. And he got so many great throwaway lines, uh, and one, one of the lines in it was that he just said quickly, and I don't think the interviewer even realised he said it was, um, "You can't have it all. Where would you put it?" So, so about the idea is that you can have a real good, you can have a real good time if you want to, because don't try and have it all. Your house, your house is too small; it'll block up the hall, you know. So, uh, so I got I got Lemmy to thank for the <laughs> lyrics on that one.
3: Duncan, thank you very much for, uh, I was going to say, for coming on the show, but you, actually I've come into uh, your uh, your house as you're hosting it and um, saving all the files for me. So once again, thank you very much for that. And I look forward to seeing you live. Well, yeah,
4: let's hope it's not too long. And let's hope that this recording has actually worked. <laughs> it's not white. <laughs> don't,
3: don't say that. Fortunately, as you obviously heard, it did. Uh, It was announced just after we spoke that Duncan Reid and the Big Heads will be supporting the skids at the Islington Academy on the 9th of October. Until next time, could be Sunday, could be Friday. Let's see how things go. Until then, take it easy. Show is a Watts' Lodge production that was produced by Barton Stacy, engineered by Fenny Bridges and curated by me, Armitage Smith.